Yo, what's going on my music heads? Welcome to episode number three. This is Pandemonium Podcast and I am Ashma Lapara, your host and your Jenny guide, your advisor on the South African music business. Today, we will be covering the importance of music publishers and what it is that they offer to musicians like yourself. If you missed the previous episodes, make sure that you do catch up really fast because we go over some really important information that has to do with you, the musician. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, Anchor.fm and other platforms where you get your podcasts from. Or better yet, if you're on YouTube, you can simply find us under the name of Pandemonium Network if you are on youtube which i know you are definitely so go check us out so that you can catch up on all the episodes that you have missed so that you are in the knowing of today's topic so on today's episode we touch on the subject of music publishing i know this might sound intimidating or confusing but trust me After this episode, you will have a general idea of what music publishing is and what it has to do with you as a musician. It is very good always to cover, you know, all the sides of music, especially when you are about to venture into a career. I am now addressing people or musicians that are serious with what they are doing, that they are willing to pursue their career until the end. This is for you. This is your All You Need to Know podcast about the South African music industry. If you operate your own songs, like, you know, you write your own songs, either with a band or, of course, on your own, or you co-write with others, understanding music publishing is probably the most important thing you can ever do for yourself. That is to say, if you operate your own songs, music publishing can be the most confusing aspect of the music business were not fully understood. It took me a while to grasp the concept of music publishing, but it does not have to for you. I've put this episode together so that you can be helped and understand and reduce any confusion you might have on this subject. So stay tuned because of we are about to operate the whole news. We're going to give you the 411 of what music publishing is exactly is let's do this this is pandemonium podcast where we dive into the south african music history Now I want to paint a picture in your head. Okay, cover this. Now, think of a pizza. A round pizza that is uncut. Fresh out of the oven. This uncut pizza represents the publishing revenue of your musical works. Now, revenue simply means money. 
Like in when you get into the business side of things, uh, you become corporate and all of that. You don't have to be corporate to understand what the revenue is, but the revenue simply means money. Now, the pizza. Now, cut the pizza in half. In every song, music publishing revenue and ownership is divided into two halves. The publisher's share and the writer's share. As per the pizza, the circle represents the total music publishing pizza in a single song. The writer's share always belongs to you, the writer. That is you operating your own song, who wrote the lyrics, the writer. It can never be assigned or sold. If you never sign a music publishing deal of any kind, you own 100% of the music publishing revenue and ownership in your songs. Meaning, you own the whole pizza, one swara. The whole pizza is yours. When you sign a music publishing agreement, you give a part of that publisher's share or the left half of the pizza. No matter what you decide to do, like it's all up to you at the end of the day. Today, you will learn the importance of a music publisher or the actions of music publishing. I'm sure most of you, you are asking yourselves already, what is music publishing exactly? Well, how about this? I'm going to operate everything for you and I'm going to explain everything for you very nicely so that you can understand because of me and you, we are going to levels, Baba. After this episode, you're going to be on another level. I'm telling you so. Stay tuned. Do not go anywhere. I am going to give it to you slowly and nicely so that you don't get bored. I know a whole lot of people, maybe you've done research on your own. I know a lot of channels and a lot of podcasts, you know, they talk the whole time. I mean, that is the point of a podcast uh, at the end of the day. But then I know how they explain it sometimes is so confusing. But then I'm going to give it to you nicely so that you receive it very nice and you learn after this episode. You're not going to live with any confusion. I guarantee you. So let's operate this. The subject of music publishing can be extremely confusing. I know this from experience. The more you read about it, the more confusing it becomes. Like, yo, what's going on? I learned this and now I have to work. That's how it is. In simple terms, music publishing has a lot to do with how you make money from your music. And understanding the basics can go a long way for you, my friend. In short, music publishing is really all about songwriters and copyrights. When music is used commercially, whether sold, licensed, or publicly performed, the songwriter, which of is you, and copyright owner, you again, is owed royalties. Now, there's a tricky part about music publishing that you must understand. First, before going into an agreement with a music publisher, there are different types of publishing agreements in play that you need to fully grasp and understand. There are three main types of music publishing agreements. 
and my dear friend yeah Yay. three but then like i said don't worry we will operate everything nicely for you so that you understand them so here we go here we go the three types of music publishing is or are one publishing administration agreement second one co-publishing agreement and now the third one the buyout deal or a full publishing agreement now i'm going to explain this into detail the first one is publishing administration agreement the second one co-publishing agreement and the third one the buyout deal or a full publishing agreement Now, before I bombard you with this coming up information, check this. I want you to go grab a pen, grab a paper, so that you are not and set for this coming information because of it might be very helpful to you, my friend. So, we are going to take a super, super short break. Might even play you a song, you know. Actually, let me play you a song. Meanwhile, while you go get the paper and the pen and we'll be right back Look at you 
alright, yeah So come here, baby, give me rounds And you can come here unannounced, yeah That's if you gonna give me rounds Yeah, you can come here unannounced, yeah That's if you gonna give me rounds Yeah, you can come here unannounced, yeah That's if you gonna give me I don't want no one else, yeah. I don't want no one else, no I want you to myself, yeah. I don't want no one else, no I don't want no one else, no, yeah You got me on my knees, I just wanna eat Wanna satisfy your needs, girl, yeah You got me on my knees, I just wanna eat Wanna satisfy your needs, girl, I want you to myself I don't want no one else no I don't want no one else no I want you to myself I don't want no one else no I don't want no one else no I you got me on my knees You are now tuned in to Pandemonium Podcast with Ashmala Para You got me on my knees Welcome back to Pandemonium Podcast and you're still chilling with Asma Labara, Asma Wabantwana, Asma the Saga Man, Asma Ye 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 Ye. So, welcome back. I hope you got your pen and you got your paper and you're ready to intake this following information. Very super fragilistic, important information to help you succeed in your music career. Welcome back. This is still Pandemonium Podcast, and we are still engaging on the subject of music publishing. And I just played you a song from T Hardy TKE. Yes, sir. Rounds. That is personally my favorite song so far. And of course, you know, we operate the whole music publishing behind that song. So, yes, we administer the publishing of that sound piece that you just heard so continuing getting back to the business before the break i mentioned the three main types of music publishing agreements that you need to be aware of as a musician before diving into a deal that you do not understand so i said the first one was publishing administration agreement the second one co-publishing agreement and the third one being the buyout deal, the full publishing agreement. So now I'm about to lay down, you know, give you the 411 on what these are. So the publishing administration agreement, often artists want to retain ownership in their music publishing, but hire a third party to exploit their catalog of songs through film, TV, and all those nice things where you want your music to be. 
A music publishing administrator also helps ensure that the correct amount of music publishing revenue from your catalog of songs is being paid and collected around the world. You'd be surprised how many commercials and films and video games use music and fail to pay the writers of the music. This is where an administrator can be your best friend. Mm -hmm. By ensuring your songs are generating the most music publishing revenue possible around the world. If you sign a publishing administration deal, the administrator does not acquire ownership in the copyrights in your songs, but they administer them for a fee ranging from 10% to 25%. You as a writer give up a percentage of your music publishing revenue with the hope that the administrator will help your songs generate more revenue to offset the fee. So the 20% only applies to the publisher's share. The writer's share is untouchable. It is still yours. You, the operator, the lyricist, the writer. So that's 20% of 50% or 10% of the overall publishing revenues generated by the artist's songs. The artist retains full ownership of the full pizza, but gives up only 20% of the total music publishing revenue to the pub admin company. That's the publishing administration company. So just to simplify this in simple terms, if we die, let me simplify it for you. So, Remember, I painted you a picture of a pizza. You still have a pizza, right? And then the pizza, when you cut it in half, you have two halves. The pizza represents your song, the ownership of your song. When you cut it in half, you have the writer's share and the publisher's share. That's how the music industry operates. That's how royalties are paid. They pay you the publishing rights uh, share, and then they pay, uh, pay you the songwriter's share. So when you get an administrative deal, like you get a uh, company that will handle the administration of your songs, meaning to register your songs, making sure that your copyrights are protected, your songs are used fairly, and whenever they are used, you get paid. So you only give up 20% of the pizza, meaning that you will give two slices and you receive, uh, you remain with all uh, the eight slices of pizza. That you give the two slices of pizza to the person or the company that will be handling your administration. That is a perfect deal ever. Just think about it. You as a music creator, the only thing that you want to do is create. And then when you get to the business side, you're like, yo, 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 these things are too much. That's where publishing administrations agreements come in to help you. All right. A music publishing company can offer multiple services for songwriters. As a publishing administrator, they administer the copyright, protecting the use of songs as well as collecting royalties owed for use. On the creative side, some music publishers focus on the use and exploitation of the copyrights they administer by securing opportunities in the form of sync licenses for film, TV, ads, video games, etc. 
So just to clarify, sync licenses is synchronization license. It's when your music is uh, attached to a video and then it's played on uh, maybe, let's say, SABC something, you know, SABC 4 or whatever the case may be. That is synchro li sync licensing. Uh, so most deals with larger music publishers see copyright owners receiving 50% of all royalties. The music publisher helps generate. At the end of the day, the songwriter still owns the song. But working out licensing, pitching to music supervisors and collecting royalties is a lot of work, Baba. Trust me. Like the administration of music is a whole job on its own. So this deal, when you get it, when you want to, when you want someone to handle your music administration, you can go for this deal. So that is that the first part, uh, like the first type of like of uh, publishing agreement. So the second one is co-publishing agreement. Now, the co-publishing deal is the normal in the business today the music publisher and the writer co-own the copyrights in the musical works and the music publisher administers the copyrights in the works this is a deeper commitment than the administration deal as the term is often longer often equal to the life of the copyright which means about a hundred years yo which equals the life of the author plus 50 years. Yes, says. In exchange for this deepened commitment, a music publishing advance for the artist is normal. So normally, if you go for this, the co-publishing agreement, normally bigger publishing companies would give you an advance. Like, but alpha maybe 20,000 rand or whatever, you know, depending on how good you are, how good your music is, and how good the publishing company is. They will give you an advance amount of money and then they will own half of your copyright. So that means you will, this one is a bit tricky because of you're going to have to pay back yay, the money, you know. Yay. So be careful with that one. So as I was saying, the standard co-publishing deal involves half of the publisher's share going to the publisher, meaning we are left with a 75-25 split in favor of the artist. For an example, 50% of the publisher's share, half is given away, or 25% overall. So this is the normal one that most artists go for, you know, like when you, especially when you make decisions from a hungry stomach, you know, you go for these ones and then they promise you good things like, yeah, yeah, we are... I don't want to mention names of um, major uh, publishing companies, but then you are ABC Music Publishing Company, and we've been doing this for a very long time. So here's a lump sum of money. Give us your music. You do that, and they create 100 billion rands from your music. And guess how much you received? 20,000 rands. So be careful with that one. So the third one is the buyout agreement or originally known as a full publishing agreement. Buyout deals are not as common today as they were in the past and are typically seen when a significant advance is being offered for the writer's catalog. The publisher owns 100% 
100% the whole pizza of the copyrights in the musical works and has sole administration rights. This means they buy the pizza from you. They give you their money. You give them the pizza, which they can sell for more than they gave you. Yo. So, like I said, the publisher owns 100% of the copyrights in the musical works and has sole administration rights. The overall split of the music publishing revenue is 50-50. Remember, you still own the writer's share. So they own the 50%, the whole pie of the whole half of the music publishing. As the writer is left only with the writer's share of music publishing revenues from performances. So these are the three main music publishing agreements that are commonly used around the world. Like the music industry operates under these publishing agreements. These are the main three agreements that are very well known and used in the music industry and it is very important my friend Cheki Davadaire these are super important to know all right moving on i mean these are not set written in stone type of agreement you can always work out with your publisher how you want to go about conducting business Remember that the above-mentioned types of agreements were designed by people. And of course, the rest of the world followed because of they worked out beautifully over the years. So that means they're not set out in stone and then you can change them. However, whatever business relationship you want to have with your publisher, you can do that. So generally speaking, music publishers administer, promote, exploit, and protect your catalog of songs throughout the world. The two key revenues from music publishers are mechanical royalties, royalties from the mechanical reproduction of the songs. If you go to our previous episodes, you would know what mechanical royalties are. And performance royalties, royalties and from the public performance of the songs. Anytime you hear a song on the radio, at the grocery store, at a hockey game. I mean, we don't have hockey in South Africa, but you catch the driver rugby game on a video game. Music publishing revenue is being generated and collected. So every time a music store operates your song or a radio station operates your song, you must know that that is revenue being generated towards you as a writer and the music publisher. On Tlalogan, so, music publishing revenue is being generated and collected, in theory, by a publisher or on behalf of an artist. Until the 20th century, a music publisher's main function was administrating printed music in all its forms. However, as 20th century technology extended the use of music, so the responsibilities of publishers similarly widened to include the licensing of music on records, radio, television, films, concerts, and more recently, tapes, compact discs, satellite and cable distribution, karaoke, video games, computer, software, CD-ROMs, digital platforms, Spotify, Apple, Woo. 
and other forms of multimedia, etc., etc. It has extended a lot. Publishers may also actively pitch songs to other artists to record or plug songs to radio, TV, films, and other users. So publishers, what they can do as well is that they can take your song. Let's say you are T. Hardy, TKE for an example, right? You made a dope song, a good song. But then it didn't reach the numbers. Like, you know, it didn't reach your 1 million numbers. So what a publisher can do is that it can take that song, pitch it to Drake, for an example. Give it to Drake and say, Drake, here's a dope song, dope lyrics, dope tune. Do this song as your song, you know, as you. But then the writer is T. Hardy, TKE. Then Drake is like, damn, that's a dope song. I do it. Drake does that. The music or the song reaches about a billion streams, a billion, you know, whatever. It reaches the numbers, you know, the real numbers. The artist, the original artist of that song, the writer, will still get paid from that. That is the job of a music publisher. A music publisher can do that. You know, I know sometimes artists are so, yo, the ego, the egos of artists sometimes stops them from achieving greatness. Do you know how many songs were remade in life in general? Like most of these songs that you hear on radio are remakes of remakes of remakes. So songs have been remade a lot of times. So as an artist, sometimes just especially when you're an upcoming one, you know, you don't know nothing. And then all you know is your ego, your big head. I'm sorry to say that. But then, yeah, you have seen a lot of things happening. So make sure that you, you know, you know, you learn the music industry, how to make money from your music. Sometimes you might write a dope song, a dope, 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 dope song. But then only to find out that you as an artist do not reach the numbers. But then when that song is taken and given to a bigger artist, it can reach the numbers and you can still make money out of that song. I'm just saying, you know. So what is sub-publishing? Once you've signed with a music publisher, they will often hire other publishers in other countries to help exploit your songs and collect the revenues around the world. These other publishers are called sub-publishers. Oftentimes, your publisher will have pre-existing agreements with sub-publishers in every territory in the world. You know the world, it's divided into two, into countries, countries into provinces. So you get the picture. Territories are countries. Sometimes our publishing or copyright laws are not the same according to different types of countries. So in another country, you would need another publisher to help you exploit revenue on the song. You know, like going to other, you know, like publishers have connections in their own respective countries everywhere around the world. So it is important. Sometimes publishers, what they do is they reach out to other publishers to get help to exploit the song in other countries. So that is another way. That is what sub-publishing is. So the advantages of sub-publishing are obvious. The foreign publisher ideally has the necessary contacts to expose works in that territory and the administrative skills to collect subsequent royalties. Securing covers is part of the job, but having a sub-publisher ensures proper registration, licensing, and documentation of a catalog. Also, a sub-publisher can 
through membership in local mechanical and performing rights societies, collect and distribute income generated by an original recording. Of course, major publishers with offices in many territories don't usually require sub-publishers because of that everywhere around the world. They have offices everywhere, you know. But then you, as an upcoming, you know, independent musician, and then you start up with your publisher who's also independent, you know, it's possible that along the way you might have to acquire a sub-publisher because of maybe your song is being used in, let's say, in Jamaica, for an example, or in Italy or in London by some artist who just had it and they like, yeah, because of it's from Africa, I'm going to exploit it and take the song and make it mine. So when you have a publisher in a different territory, they're able to protect your work from that happening. I hope that clicks and it makes sense. So that is it on the publishing thing. I know it might be very confusing, but then I simplified it as much as I could. Like I watered it down for your understanding, for your comprehension. Even a person in grade 7 can understand this. That's how I simplified it for even a grade 7 person to understand this. Let's operate. The question still remains, should you sign a music publishing deal? There is not a simple answer. Or Varvara, there's no, you know, it's all up to you and your understanding of the industry itself. So I've seen more and more artists moving away from the confinements of publishing and co-publishing deals and opting instead for the freedom of publishing administration deals. The advances are often lower, but the flexibility and independence are appealing. So the answer really depends on the reputation of the publisher involved, the current state of your career, the offer on the table, etc. Along with choosing a manager and or record label, choosing a music publisher is one of the big three decisions you'll make in your career. In other words, a decision not to be taken lightly. Call me with questions and I'll be happy to help. Cause you know, I operate this, my man. I've been operating this. So we have come to the end of our episode. Please do make sure that you check us out. We are on Spotify. We are on Anchor. We are on, you know, wherever you get your podcast from. You can also go get us from YouTube under the name Pandemonium Network. Subscribe, please, my brother. Do not leave a brother struggling like this. I take time to create content like this for you, the music gen, so that you can, you know, be in the knowing. Just hit that subscribe button wherever. Like, follow. It really helps so that I can be inspired to create more, you know, to help you. I do this out of passion, of course, but then your likes and your subscriptions and your shares and, you know, they really do help inspiring a brother to give more. So that is it from me. Ashmalapara, this is Pandemonium Podcast, where we share 
the South African music industry. Well, I didn't say that right, but then. This is Pandemonium Podcast, where we dive into the South African music history. (laughs) Until we meet again, let's operate.